Good evening and welcome to the Trundle Cast, our attic-based bizarre after dark delve into Trundle Manor, the twisted tourist trap full of mysteries and creations beyond your wildest nightmares. So call over your pet vulture and settle into your most uncomfortable dental chair, because it's time to share a few secrets. All right, it's time for Velda's Movie Trivia Vault, where I will throw out an obscure bit of old movie trivia for all you listeners at home. And this week's question is, which silent movie features a street gang of Civil War veterans trying to stop a greedy streetcar company from running the last horse-drawn cab service out of business? So think on that question, and at the end of the show, I will come back to you with the answer. I am Mr. Arm, and with me, as always, is the lovely... Velda Von Minx. And this is the thing. This is the thing. Here's the thing. Is this the thing? The thing is... This is the thing. This is the thing. Uh, we're gonna... <laughs> we're gonna cover a few things that happened at Trundle Manor this week, and uh, we had some interesting guests come sure. and join us. We did. We had uh, Andrew the Impaled drop in. Oh, he's an old friend. Very unexpectedly. Yeah, it's funny when people show up to the door like that. It doesn't happen very often. You didn't recognize them at first, did you? No, I didn't. I got to check the uh, one of the very many trundle cams that we have lying around. Yeah. And I just saw this strange bearded little troll that did not <laughs> resemble Andrew to me at all. Well, we were in the middle of a business meeting that was very important, and the doorbell rings and, mm-hmm. and a friend shows up. <laughs> so we just let him in and started drinking <laughs> instead. Speaking of that meeting, <laughs> yeah, the meeting was uh, with our... New good friend, Bernard Ranjac, uh, who was on his first podcast. Yes, the old Frenchman who's been helping us with our business. Yeah, and speaking of, Toronto Manor also discusses on this podcast our big shop project. Yes, that's we have a our, lot of things in store. Yeah, that's our major business plan that we're trying to uh, to put out there into the world. Um, helping us also, and, and part of the crew of that project. Oh, part of our is, main crew. Uh, one is the very lovely Polly. Or Vilamita Von Trundle, as she mm-hmm. goes by as well. She's uh, Trundle Manor's sloppiest bartender. And our most beloved. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she sat in on the whole crew, and, uh, and you'll get to have a slight interview interlude with her as well. I feel like she'll be end- ending up on many of our podcasts, I think. Yeah, she's. Um, She's a staple in our household. She finds a way in. She she does know the way in. She's been invited in. <laughs> but this week wasn't super filled with uh, Trundle-based things. It was just sort of planning stuff. I think we've been planning a lot of things this week. It's been a lot of planning. It's been a lot of tours and a lot of, you know, uh, just in-between time, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the problem is right now that we're not drinking. I Yeah. I that realize is, that. God damn it. That is the problem. Because when I was listening back to some of our, our first podcasts... It ran a lot smoother, didn't it? Yeah, it was a lot of uh, sips. Yeah. Oh. Somehow that added by, to it. Punctuated by sips, was yeah. it? Trundle breaks, I yeah. think I called them I like of, that. while I was drinking. Highly accurate. Yeah. Now we sound a little bit more like an NPR special. Ugh. Well, it's not too bad. Too... At least they have some production value. Yeah, I guess. Do you want me to get us some drinks? Is that... Could you get me that? some sweaty balls? Ugh. I think you have your own. <laughs> <laughs> Which, never mind. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, let's continue. Anyway. Let's not. Uh, <laughs> Enjoy this brief interlude.
picking up where we left off a few days ago, and we it just got to be midnight, and we got mad at each other, and it was just the end of, of uh, our podcast. We were just tired of being awake at that point. For that moment. <laughs> and now, we're kind of hungover, so... In my you case, to, ridiculously hungover. You get to listen to what what uh, comes from Trundle Manor's hard living. Yeah, we uh, had some friends over last night that made us. They said they were bringing copious amounts of rum, and they did not disappoint. No, they did not. They had a few different ones. Yeah. Oh, really? Fuck. Uh, oh, here we go, folks. I'll put this on the air. Hello, Trundle Manor. Uh, now, today we are unfortunately completely filled up. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Sure, no problem. Bye. I don't know if the podcast picked that up, but that is a good example of why you should try to book your at least your weekend tours a little bit in advance. Weekends fill up so quickly. Yeah, it's not a bad idea to at least try because sometimes there are openings and sometimes you know we we don't have anything planned and we feel up to it, you know. Yeah, because we and we need we like money. at least half a day off sometimes too. But yeah. yeah, we could we could always use the money. Sure. Then that's what he goes through, by the way, all the time, all day long, getting phone calls and yeah. especially on weekends. Yeah, I do most of the booking, and Valda does most of the actual tours. Right. But um, I think that's like our little trade-off, and I try to keep the house clean. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of it, too. I'm the prepper, and uh, she's the face. Yeah, he does the dishes and makes sure the cat didn't poop all over the rug while I'm yeah. in my dressing room yeah. putting on another slathering of makeup. <laughs> uh, you know, I think it kind of has to be that way because a lot of people really... I, I almost feel like they get a little put off by me at times. And not that I'm not being, you know, right. cordial yeah. and happy and, and friendly with them. I just I just feel like sometimes they're easier to open up to you. I think for a while when we were giving tours together, you had this whole showman-type exuberance yeah. and behind this curtain is blah. And people, I think, I don't know if they just feel like they're getting tricked or something or people don't take kindly to that sort of thing where I'm more... Hey guys, so check out this awesome up on shit. That and I didn't pick up. On I don't know. That. I like it. You, you told me once to not do that, and I got really upset. No, I just I like it myself, and I am one of those people. I like the old timey stuff, and I think it's cute, and I like having a show put on for me. But I think a lot of people are socially awkward, and they don't know how to necessarily respond to that. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know. That's on them, you know. Yeah. You do a great job. You're great at what you do. You're a character, and I love that. But I think <laughs> people. I don't know. I can pick up on people's awkwardness sometimes, and I, I get on their level. Which I don't know if that makes me less theatrical or you know. It does. What, whatever that you know. It, I, sucks. I feel like it makes you less. No, I don't think it sucks. I think it makes you less theatrical, but I think it makes you more relatable for them. So, right. So that might be why they're into it. Because I think people like Toronto Manor because, you know, they don't have to get fancy to come here or something. Yeah, I mean, we it's we like a, it when they do, but at the same time, it is our house, and they are you know having a day trip. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, I, I think that works out pretty well. But again, yeah. that I think that's why you do better at the tours. But uh, also, you know, it's it's easier coming from a woman as opposed to you know a guy. I guess sometimes, so. yeah. sometimes, sometimes we're a little put up, putting off. I don't know off, which one of us scares kids awful. more though, because <laughs> I see we're a lot of them. Awful. We're put awful. <laughs> no, I because I feel like I don't know if kids would be scared by your exuberance, but you're better with children than me anyway. They're... Kids like me for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Again, I have a few I, kids that like me. I the think weird that's ones why kids like, like the house, for the same reason that kids like me, because they like the idea that it's almost like they're being in a movie. Yeah, they're like they they walk into a cartoon or something. Yeah, a cartoon. Yes, yeah. I'm a cartoon. 
There's no that's, shame in that. That's supposed to be your job, not mine. <laughs> I'm more than happy to be a cartoon. I'm a cartoon villain. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but so, anyway, so picking up, we had to do, you know, we had a few tours to do. We had our friends come over. And it is the end of the week. It is a Sunday at Trendle Manor. Yes. So this is between tours that we're, we're podcasting. And uh, what were we doing? Oh, one of the major projects that I'm working on that I want to start now. Which one? You know, now that Perkins, my manservant, is done. Yes. I'm going to uh, start working on that little girl's peg leg. Oh, that's right. I met this this young girl at... Um, a Renaissance Fair. At a Renaissance Fair. And she had a fake leg that was... You could completely tell it wasn't a prosthetic. It was a peg leg she had. Yeah. It was pretty bad, but we know, were all dressed like pirates at the time. It you was could tell uh, that they just threw group. it together, but yeah, we were very impressed with her though because she was the most authentic right. of anyone there. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go up to her, and I have some fascination with with uh, with specifically women that could pull off a prosthetic that isn't a prosthetic, so a hook hand or, or yeah. a peg leg. Or I think that's hot to some extent, but I also think it's it's just kind of cooler. Yeah, you know? like I wasn't looking at her. Because it's hot, I just thought it was kind of a cool thing yeah, to well, see. Yeah, she was like, like a, 15. A young, yeah, well, it was, <laughs> it was nice to see a young girl that was, you know, confident comfortable. Confident enough to pull yeah, it off. Oh, yeah. Confident enough no, to pull she's, it off. No, she's fantastic. Yeah, and she's real nice. So she came to the manor a while ago with her family, and uh, and we talked about what, you know, what I might be able to do and what she wanted. And She wanted something elaborate. She said to, she likes the ornately carved Victorian mm. wooden type things. She wants something old timey yeah. for every day. So I might actually, cool. dad has a bunch of carving tools that I might try to pick up oh, and neat. just experiment with. Yeah. And see if I can carve and I might just do, you know, some filigree all over that the wood. Like but I, I finally bought the wood. So that was the first step. That's what right. was holding me back because oh, yeah, I was doing all these other projects. But the woods, the wood shop where we go to buy uh, fancy wood is um, what is that McKnight? That's not McKnight Road. I don't right? think that's, I've ever been there with you. That's out. I don't remember. Anyway, but it's it's kind of far out, and I never have any reason to go to that part of town. Yeah. So we just <clears throat> we just haven't haven't done it. So I didn't pick up the project, but Dad was headed out there, so I found two really cool complimenting woods that uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn on a lathe and then carve into and. I think I'm going to have a, a brass discussion that's going to be between oh, the two. Oh, very cool. She'll like that. Yeah, and then we'll make um, a leather wrap that goes around her, her stump or what's left. And, yeah. You know, to do it old style. Because I, I talked to her and I, I, she has this special stump that she could, stump cover that she could put on that has a, a point coming out of it. So she could have. It kind of locks in. There's yeah, like a locking She could have made it so it just snaps into that. But she wanted, you know, I think she wanted the whole actual authentic peg leg. So, yeah. like, when she puts it on a shelf, it looks like it just fell off of a pirate ship. Yeah. So, and I think that's fantastic. what I'm going to try to give to her. Um, so, this is, you know, uh, I'm not charging or anything, but, it, you know, it's kind of an altruistic uh, uh, project that I'm working on. But yeah. it's also something that is, I think it will benefit the manor and us. Absolutely. And I, I know, mean, you I have to take all kind of in-progress pictures and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because that's the thing that we both do. Um, I mean, we have our, our day jobs. And that's we something have that we don't the do manor. Well, in progress. something we should do. Yeah. But I mean, I just, I don't mean the progress pictures. I mean, doing commissions for oh, people. Because yeah. um, I'm a costumer and he can make anything he wants. So sometimes we will get people that ask us things. I just finished making, uh, it's not nearly as cool as that, of course, but it was a, a robe for a professional wrestler. It was the old time satin style robe with his name on the back in sequins, <laughs> which is not really my thing at all. Um, so I had to make something less theatrical and ridiculous yeah. and it historical turned, but it turned out really good too I, I almost want one for myself though. yeah it was one of the most professional looking things i ever made yeah 
So it was very. She's gonna tell the the girl who commissioned it is gonna tell her other wrestling troop people. So I may have a, a rash of those happening. Yeah, well, I'm fine with that. <laughs> and you might have another project coming up that we can't talk about, but uh, that's pretty intense. So yes. At some point, maybe we'll be allowed to talk about that one. So. Yeah, maybe once it's all said yeah. and done, and we get the permission. But yeah. it's very exciting. Oh, oh, another phone call. Got another phone call. Hold on, everybody. Hello, Trundle Manor. Yes, uh, good uh, afternoon. We are waiting on... We don't know how to get in. Oh, shoot. Uh, okay, we'll be right down. Okay, thanks. Bye. Was that the 3 o'clock tour that said they were going to be ultra late? Uh, yeah, I guess that was the tour that was going to be ultra late. Now they're a minute early, and we must have not heard the doorbell. We that was on you. That was on you. I have my headphones on. I can't hear anything. Anyway, so you go head down. I'll finish okay. wrapping up and. uh... If you want, maybe we can pick up a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love All you. Right, love you. Good tour. Bye. Okay, well, we're back for a little bit longer, and Valda just came back from the tour. Very excited. Yeah, this was one of the best tours I've ever given, I think. It was this happy blonde little american family and the dad was just so exuberant i'm really glad this was not the tour i gave when i was super hungover and sitting <laughs> down for part of it uh but no they uh they finally bought the lego trixie kit which excited me more than anything we actually went to the trouble of ordering lego parts to make a tiny version of trixie because you made one mm-hmm. you made a fantastic you know model i made of it. six different ones and this yeah. was the one that i thought would be like the coolest and the most cost effective yeah. set that we could offer and uh, they loved everything. They loved Lego Trixie. He said, Is, are people insane not buying this? And I said, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the first one that we sold, even though there were a few people in the Drundle group that said that they'd be interested in it. We still haven't sold any to them. You know, people always say that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but you can't hold it against them, though. They do support us in lots of different ways. Absolutely. So whatever. But, but uh, some of the, sometimes those are the best tours to give, though. You know, like I, I love talking to like-minded people and artists and weirdos and whatever, mm-hmm. but... Just the happy little American families going, you know, on a roadside attraction. Right. I still say that my favorite tour that I was ever a part of was uh, that that group that was on their way to Boy Scout camp. Yeah. They were three chubby people, two, two mother, a mother and a father, and all wearing glasses, and this chubby little kid. And they stopped in Pittsburgh just for Trundle Manor. Yeah, they were going to Boy Scout camp, and we were, I guess, at a stop in the middle or something. Yeah, that was that's when I decided that we were now we're officially a tourist trap. Yeah, you know, when those people came about. But I'm glad that you got to sell Lego Trixie. Everybody, make sure to. I think we're gonna try to put that on Etsy soon. We really should, and have that for sale on the website. And it's got online instructions that you can download once yep. you get it, and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of cool. And uh, I'm super excited. <laughs> Good. <laughs> now we can eat. Yay. Yeah. And buy our Legos so we can eat lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go and get some Chinese food from down the street right now after that wonderful tour. Yes. Did you want to say anything else about that? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Okay. And maybe we'll come back with our good friend, Polly, who's coming over for a business meeting. Yes. Maybe we won't. Um, either way. Tell her yes. not to make us drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe just one each. Yeah, hair of the dog. That'd yeah, be fine. Yeah, because that, uh, that, that's how we perk up on the on the on on this trundle cast. Yes. I feel like we're so incredibly 
fucking standard and non-sweary and, <laughs> and just we get like more not into it right now. when we're inebriated. Yeah. I hate to say that's our personality, but to some extent, I suppose it's kind of there. Yeah, is that sad <laughs> that we need booze to be social? Oh, it's very I sad. Guess. I, but that's it's, everyone, it's though. We just admit sad. it, though. We're just honest. I think that that's one of the pinnacle things of AA is that your oh, life yeah. is sad without booze. Those um. people were sad already. <laughs> we went to an AA meeting once to support our friend because he legally had to, and it was just the saddest, awful. We thought oh, it was, was going to be kind of. We we said we we're going to play characters. We planned to be. We what, felt like, bad playing characters because everybody was so depressing. I know. We said we, we were going to have fun with it. We we're going to pretend to be hillbilly brother and sister and like start kissing each other during the middle of the yeah. meeting. I don't yeah. know why. That's really kind of cruel now that yeah. I think about it. But it was just. It was a very sad experience. There's grandmothers that smoke yeah, crack and things. Ugh. I don't know what the hell we expected out of that. I expected I, it to be sadistic people. I think. Yeah, I think we live in a movie way too much, and we think yeah. that like every drunk is just this happy drunk that's forced. It to was be no W. C. Fields, that's for sure. You know, and uh, so we we kind of kept to ourselves a little bit during that meeting and, and kept it a little um, low key, I guess. Yeah, as much as we could. And then we just went home. <laughs> yeah, sadly, went home. And I think we had a drink after that too. So yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll maybe pick this up again. For all you trundle files out there, uh, we're going to take yet another trundle break and get right back to you. Goodbye. News. We interrupt this channel cast to bring you a very important news bulletin. With us today in the studio is one of our scientists. Doctor, could you tell us what is going on at Trundle Manor today? Well, today we've got some horrible cockroaches that have escaped from my laboratory. I fitted them with their own exoskeleton to attach to their already awesome exoskeleton. And they've, uh, now they've got human femur bones, and they're stomping around Trundle Manor, making all kinds of noise during the tours. So make sure that if you hear stompings during the tours, that you remember that it is just a harmless cockroaches. Is they have accidentally gotten out and may be eating one of the members of the manor upstairs. Don't worry, though. You're downstairs, and you're not being eaten. Thank you very much, Doctor. We're going to keep an ear out for cockroaches with giant shoes on their feet. I'm going to return these folks back to the Trundle cast, where we already have in progress the uh, discussion of the world. Oh, don't tell me this is the world's cutest. The World's Cutest Kitten Contest. Or, you know, John, you keep horrible notes and I cannot follow any of this stuff. I'm a real newscaster. I don't even know why I'm doing podcasting stuff with you. I'm out of here. News. This is uh, one of those random happenings at Trundle Manor, how uh, things just sort of come about. And we've got some very important guests in our lives. Yes. Uh, an older guest from our life and a newer guest. The older guest is Andrew the Impale. But the older guest is actually the younger guest. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious. What a confusing thing. And uh, our, our newer guest is Bernard, who's helping us with a business project uh, that we're working on. So we've got two... 
factions of Trundle Manor that are very important to the entire aspect of what the hell we're doing with this place. And uh, if you guys want to take turns and just say a little something about, because this is Trundle-based, how you came about what we are, or how you came about this place. Well, kind being a, uh, a well uh, immersed in the freak community in Pittsburgh, uh, it was no surprise uh, that I found myself uh, with the, uh, the, the, the Trundle, Trundle folks uh, down in Southside judging the competition for the Pittsburgh Freak of the Year show, of which I was the host. And uh, did my act uh, every week, and by the end of it, uh, you guys knew the act so well that you were able to recite my lines. I was able to just stand there and to go through the motions while you guys did it like a puppet. You guys recited my act. Uh, and uh, we've you know, hit it up ever since and uh, I really love this place. And like I said, I was literally driving through the neighborhood kind of aimlessly and then I realized, holy shit, I can go up to the town of Manor right now. And uh, and I, and I like, took three turns, you know, and I'm like, no, no, this is the right one. Haha. <laughs> And I found it. <laughs> it's hard to miss Trump. Ah, it, it is, but there's a lot of streets, you know. Too many streets. Steve. A lot of streets that go different places that aren't this. You know, you got here exactly at eight. We're like, oh, son of a bitch. Was there a tour that we yeah. didn't book or like didn't write down? Uh, I'm like, do I need to like get dressed and turn on some lights right now? I was so glad it was you and not some stranger. <laughs> to not turn off the lights and pretend we're not here. That too. Well, right? I was about to. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my tour. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna wait a little longer. That's what you get for showing up unannounced. Yeah. There's a lesson to everybody listening right now. Do not show up unannounced. I will hate you intensely. Luckily, he's got a place in our heart, so it's fine. <laughs> so his meeting was minimal. Yeah. In your heart. You didn't have to yes. hear that, so don't worry. <laughs> I had to beat you in my heart. How do you do air quotes on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> you hold your fingers off and pretend everybody notices. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that? Oh, I'm sorry. I take that back. <laughs> that was rude. Uh, and... Uh, what the other people don't know is that uh, Toronto Manor's uh, some of our main crew, which is uh, Villy, part of the Toronto Manor crew. Hello. Velda and myself and Bernard were in the middle of a business meeting, so it was um, it was a little questionable whether I was going to answer the door or not. Uh, <laughs> Andrew decided to grow a beard, so I didn't really recognize him. <laughs> yeah, he opens the door, and I'm standing with my with my phone in my face because I'm like writing down the number on the chalkboard outside. Sure. I was like, okay, because I don't have your number on my phone. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like sitting there and so so I've got the like underlit, ghost lit, own oh. grizzly guy in your front of the porch <laughs> like in the beard. Like, Who the fuck is this? And, and it was, and it just like, until I open, until I open my mouth, they go, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think yes. his words were, it's just one guy. I could take him if I have to. Right. <laughs> I do think that, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure he thought that. Yeah. <laughs> take him, air quotes again. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Austin, Bernard, and luckily, uh, Bernard is a nice enough guy to be okay with us stopping oh, everything uh, and doing a podcast. It's not instead. hurting him any, I'm, I'm sure. I'm very, very happy about this. I never was on a podcast in my life. <laughs> so oh, it's a good place to start. Yeah, you can't say that anymore now. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, Bernard. Say your last name because I don't remember. Grand Jars. In French, we would say Grand Jacques, but that's Grand Jacques. Jacques. Yeah. Uh, so, but he he's a he's a lovely man that's helping us. A lovely uh, fellow drunk that's uh, helping uh, us. Uh, <laughs> that's helping us with, with a huge business idea that Trinomander is working on, so look out for that, everybody. Bernard, if you wouldn't mind uh, talking a little bit about Well, I tell you, yourself. I love to work with you guys, so it's a good start. And I've been in Pittsburgh. I don't sound like a Pittsburgher, but I've been in Pittsburgh for 
42 years and I feel like I am really. And it's a nice. beautiful place. You've been in Pittsburgh longer than I have. So. That's true. Wow. Yeah, yeah, any of us combined. <laughs> and it's a great place and I love it. And it's a lot of fun to work with you guys. And we're very happy to have you. We we were very nervous. The first time meeting Bernard, I think that we expected a very stuffy and uh, not Trundle-centric businessman. <laughs> and we were quite happy to find somebody that had his own personal drink that he enjoyed. The first guy that you met with appointed Bernard to our case. Mm -hmm. And do you, were you drunk in that first meeting? Did he say, let's let's give the guy that likes to drink to you guys? <laughs> no, strangely I enough, like... I wasn't drunk during oh, that. Wow. But, um, I wasn't there for it. So I didn't know. Well, Larry's not a bad guy. No, Larry's no, Larry's okay. Okay. I like yeah. He's okay. And uh, we, as I said, we met him through the, the Art, Pittsburgh Arts Council. And because um, they're actually a really good organization for for Pittsburgh artists. And I found out about them through Fat Man D, which is uh, That's right. me and Andrew have a connection with her. And um, and she's one of those Pittsburgh people that everybody kind of knows or should know because she's been around and been in the arts for so long in Pittsburgh and been involved in and, uh, and so I took her, her advice to heart and I called the Pittsburgh Arts Council and it's been nothing but amazing since I got you in touch with You think our birthday them. for that. That's when you guys talked about that. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Billy and Velda's birthday was uh, when I talked to Fat Mandy about that. So that was kind of faded to some extent, I suppose. Should we talk about the business? I don't know if Andrew knows about what we're doing or if the audience knows. Yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about the business. This yeah. was supposed to be a business meeting, so we'll talk a little bit about it. <laughs> Why don't do we that. do that? Uh, Trundle Manor has been working on a proposal to make a Trundle-centric and a very Pittsburgh-centric uh, shop. The easiest way to say it, and I hesitate to, to talk this way, but the easiest way to say it is it's a little bit like Tech Shop. Uh, in the fact that we have tools that we're going to be doing a monthly fee towards. Uh, you can come in, uh, be a part of our shop, and utilize the tools, utilize the equipment, and get some kind of knowledge about how to build what you want to build. We're centered more, we're trying to center more on the arts and the artisans of Pittsburgh, because I think that woodworking, metalworking, uh, embroidery, um, upholstery even, uh, is a very strong thing that Pittsburgh uh, needs a place to be involved in. So we're trying to, to find a place for that. That's that's the most that I'm willing that's to talk just, about. It's but... more like an open art studio, more so than a technology-based right. type endeavor. But um, yeah, we're hoping to get some hands-on people and maybe even people that want to start their own businesses that are art or craft-based utilize us yeah and we want to have uh art uh art shows there and, and food truck events and we're in a good location so we have a lot of crazy things planned because we always have crazy things planned. we're pittsburgh people for P pittsburgh artists yes and we want to we want to promote that we want to be more a part of that and we're not unfortunately we're not just about the business which means that trundle manor still will never be a self-sustaining business yeah <laughs> needless no. to say there's a lot of room for growth yeah, yeah. look at you it's being true. an optimist good job good job, good job. <laughs> Oh dear, was that what that was? No, but, no, no. Uh, Drink so, it away. Drink it away. Okay. So, on the outsider's point of view, Andrew, this is what you walked in on. What do you think yeah. about Yeah, uh, I'm very excited about that. Especially the idea of the taco truck outside there. <laughs> right? if, I can, if I can walk off the street, give you an hour's worth of whatever, all right, and, you know, and go in and, and, like, get on, like, the lathe and make myself a baseball bat. Yes. I would have a baseball bat when I, once I only had a twig. You know? <laughs> At the end of the day, you and then you get the taco truck. Yeah, 
you go home to your wife and she said, what did yeah. you do today? I oh made God. a baseball bat and I had some tacos. I had yeah. a great yeah. ass day. You, yeah, that's you that's a productive bludgeon. person right there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you go back as a freak somewhere, right? Well, of course. <laughs> then I, uh, go back to whatever dark. Maybe they bring out a ball cap on and, and a baseball bat. People would be like completely surprised. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Bernard was saying that that he doesn't doesn't maybe it doesn't sound like a Pittsburgher. Um, we can we can help that uh, a little bit. Oh, uh, oh no! This we, is how are you going to do that? You. This is the wrong guy to be in the Here, wrong try, room. Try this. Try this. <laughs> say say, jeet, jeet, yes, jeet, yet. Jit yet. I say it fast. Jit yet. A little slower. Jit yet. No, I haven't eaten yet. Ah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. Ah. <laughs> the Trundle cast is teaching Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburghese. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if you're if you're if you're in the city or south, you say yins. If you're mm. on on the north side or Allegheny City, uh, you say yuns. <laughs> All I like right. the air quotes there. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not it's not Northside. It's Allegheny City, really. I mean, forget those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. We say you say Dan, 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 Tan, Tan. There we go. That's the center of our city. Dan, Tan. And it really doesn't matter how you speak, just as long as you give directions using landmarks that are no longer there. Right? <laughs> Whenever you the say, older. turn left at where the yeah, Isleys used to the be, yeah. used to be uh, yeah. then you're a Pittsburgher. Yeah, uh, all right, that's a good tip. But no, I'm really excited about this. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. This is like really it's great that new. you guys got hooked up with Bernard here, you yeah. know, who knows, you know, his end of business and like formulating plans. And That's stuff the like thing that. we don't know, so and, we're like, happy to have you guys. Him. I know how it is to herd you cats. Uh, <laughs> like, literally, I, I know how I know how it is. So yeah, here's uh, what happened. Andrew was the MC the for this freak contest, yeah. and me and Anton counted as one judge. It was like a, a gong show type thing. If anybody even listening, but somehow even you guys got twice, like four times the drinks. We yeah. did. Oh, definitely. Each That's judge was idea. supposed to have three free drinks per night. From yeah, you bar. guys got like twelve together. Yeah. We did, and we would drink Long Island, so we got way too. We're Pittsburgh drinks. royalty, yeah. so we, we figure said, out those kind of yeah. things. Right, yeah, right. You know, that's just the way that goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the free contest, we ended up being grandma shirt. Right. We ended up being quite <laughs> terrible because to the people that were visiting the the freak contest, everything was new. Andrew's act was new. Everything was new. And yeah, we just heckled the living shit. But, <laughs> so but we saw him every single Wednesday for what, like two months in a row, weeks something or like that. Yeah. Some yeah. insane amount of time. And by the very end, we recited it to such. I think that we recited your act to such. Yeah, you guys like, had it all, had it all down. To this day, we, we, it was great. We feel bad about it. You shouldn't feel bad. It was true. It was there was fun. Nobody, there was nobody there to see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it was just fun for us. To this day, every time somebody says the phrase "this is a thing," yes. we repeat it ten <laughs> fucking thousand times because that was one of his lines. But this we lo- but we loved your act for that. Yeah, your right. act was no, fun. I, it it I, I made felt, us happy. I felt the love, you know. Yeah. Uh, try, as you can see, I'm quite willing to love via abuse, <laughs> <laughs> and you have felt my, my abuse of love yourself. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's mutual. I was yeah. at home that night. Yeah. <laughs> or you weren't awake. Yeah. Anyway, right. either way. <laughs> so I think we're going off the rails. I forgot what the hell we were talking about. We're talking about how great it's going to be to use your lathe. Oh yes, my lathe. How wonderful! What was what was the catchphrase that you wanted us to put oh, in the name of? Oh, here's a lathe. Go nuts! <laughs> <laughs> yes. The new name of the business, by the way. Everybody knows. But uh, you make a left at where here's a lathe used to be. <laughs> no, they moved to a bigger place. <laughs> 
that was a trundle break, as we like to call, and we all take a drink because we can't think of anything to fucking say. Yeah, uh, well. Um, but it's better than dead air. It's Always. very much. Polly, you haven't said very much. Polly, say things. Polly, Billy, part know. of the manor. Polly's like our third, the if there is such a thing. Mm-hmm. Blood. I do what I can. I keep you guys well and truly intoxicated, so <laughs> you guys don't have to deal with your real and true personalities. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. had to hurt these cats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just in a way. Don't let her know that, though, because then Don't she'll give her hold that head. over me. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, yeah, she doesn't already have that. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> She's not already in complete control. <laughs> well, they think it's Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> I love Stockholm. <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> Could you tighten these a little bit? I feel kind of chilly. Not, <laughs> not allowed to go to that therapist anymore. She, Anton told me she filled my head with all sorts of things. <laughs> Too many things. When I can't control you anymore, then you're going to the wrong person. Right? That's just the way that goes. Now I'm going to this girl that's approved by Anton. And... <laughs> we just need to sign off on all your appointments. And... Well, yes. I mean, who's <laughs> Anton, by the way? I have no idea who this person. is. I don't know. Some guy signing off her appointments. You better get that shit checked no out. No idea. Oh man, am I the only one who can see him? <laughs> oh, sweetie, we just play along for your sake. He's like Harvey. Isn't he? What? Did you carry his hat his coat? Okay, too? okay. So, <laughs> so moving back to the business aspect, Bernard, um, do you uh, do you think Bernard that we have a, 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 a chance? I do, I do, because you guys do things like nobody else does, uh-huh. and that's very important. You you have to be different. You don't want to do things like the other people do. You know, and then you have to find people. We're crazy enough to work with you and enjoy what you're doing. <laughs> and I think there are some around here somewhere. <laughs> and that's what we have to look at. We just have to dig them up out from under yeah, the rocks. Yeah, yeah. Find, find those yeah. people who really want to have a lot of fun and do do do, do good artistic work. work. And I, I think we're in pretty good shape. When we first oh. told you the idea, did, did it make some sort of a sense uh, about what we were going for? Well, when, when I first heard the idea, it was not all that clear what it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you, I didn't know exactly what what you had. And I, I was not sure, I didn't know. Yeah. So, you know, I, I decided I would jump in and, and find out. Well, that's, that's the beauty of Bernard, is he, he really jumped in with both feet. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, he's taken us under his under his wing, and he's um, oh, yeah, you know oh, he, yeah. well he's given us a confidence that we didn't have because we're we're um, the three of us started out as the six of us, but yeah, yeah, as the were, six of originally. us, and uh, we were all about the same age, and yeah. it was a little bit of uh, an issue wondering if um, if it was just some dumb you know, dream that we were having that uh, that no one else would be able to understand. And I love the idea that we were able to bring you into it uh, cold, like straight from the beginning and throw out the idea and, and you know, you didn't immediately say, well, that's not going to work. Let's do a different idea. No, you, you legitimized know? it. Mm-hmm. Well, you, it know, you know, it made us feel you, like... You, you don't know until you do it. You know, there's yeah. no way to know. You can't sit and say, you know, give me a prediction. Who knows? Yeah. But what, what I feel, what I see is you guys are so dedicated and working so hard. So, and uh, you, you know the art community here around Pittsburgh. I think you, you have a pretty good chance to make it. 
That means a lot to us. Definitely. Yeah. We don't know. We're we are not business minded people at all. Mm. What do you think, Andrew? Well, well, people do need this. People do want. You know, I want to like learn how to weld. If I get a uh, if I get a you know if I can spend fifteen bucks, twenty bucks to spend a half an hour like fucking around with somebody's welder. That's not yeah. going like, to school for it. Then, like that's uh, awesome. Yeah. 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 Then then you know I, I I can do that. And the thing is, whenever you got a community like that, it's kind of like the Glass Center where they've got the education stuff going on. They got the hands-on thing, mm-hmm. and you've got. A community surrounding this uh, educational process—that's they're willing to, uh, you know, help. You know, so whenever right. you've got a problem, it's it's much easier than going than even going to like rent a center and renting yourself a welder and dragging yeah. it home yeah. and learning how to set it up and figuring out what this rod does and that shit. And uh, and then you have nobody to talk to, so you get to Google and you watch YouTube videos of assholes. All right, uh, this this sounds like a really good good idea. I mean, uh, what, you guys have already talked about location. You, you, we, you have we have a place. We have a place in um, uptown. That's right on Forbes. It's uh, an old Corinthian church, Baptist church, and I, I know uh, the the realtor that You're owns Wiley? it. Wiley. It's it's one of the last things on. Is it Forbes? Yeah, it's it Forbes. is. One on, of the last on things Forbes. on Forbes before you hit the the bridge to the south side. Oh, okay. It's one of the last places okay. on the left. It's an old church that's now the windows are boarded up. Um, but it's just big enough for this project to be a community. I mean, by community, I mean like, you know, inner community kind of a project. You know, not that we're, you know, against them. But, um, but it's it's a beautiful place. And it has a basement that's too low for anything. So we're, we're thinking about doing all the sewing and sit-down stuff in the basement. The uh, yeah, <laughs> having the giant equipment in the uh, in the main upstairs area, uh, which is going to be all woodworking, metalworking equipment. Uh, we I have a, a section that I want to make into a welding room so we can fireproof the whole area. Uh, things like that. So, oh, uh, I like that. Yeah. So <laughs> I I have like this general like I have a set idea. The problem is getting people to understand that it needs funded because it's just equipment. It's the initial funding. Like once that initial funding is done, then there's no telling what like good stuff that we can end up doing. Like we, we there's um, uh, there's what is essentially uh, an uh, um, uh, aged out of foster care kids home that's going to be behind the place, and I'd like to get those kids involved. You know, uh, community wise, I think that would be great to to be able to add to the community that right. we can. And give them something to do that isn't like go work at McDonald's, go work at Home Depot, go work at this place. No, well, maybe make your own business by learning how to make furniture. You know, learn how to how to make a certain thing. You know, that'd be great. And you know, and that would be open to them. But you know, more than anything, the initial idea was, I my parents have an art studio, and I've been able to use their equipment and. Whatever you did just made a horrible noise. What is that? It's a chair, yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's on the mic. It's weird. <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting existential when everyone's leaving. Oh, I feel bad. Um, but, it, you know, the initial idea was my parents have this studio. I'm able to make everything that I ever wanted. If we don't have the tools, I can convince my dad to, to buy the tools because... He's an artist too, and he wants to see cool things in the world. And I want to be that to other people. I want to be the dad. I want other people to to 
tell me what they need as far as tools and find out how to get it. Because if, they, if they have an idea to use the tool, if it's usable, then why don't we have it? Why don't stained they? Stained glass. We, we talked about that. can make badass mm-hmm. shit with stained glass. I've seen some really cool fucking weird shit that people oh, do with yeah. stained yeah. glass. His parents have it at their studio, and, so it's uh, on our list, actually. And, and being able to you know, have access to that. Uh, you guys should, should should check up with with some of the other places that do something similar. They're not in like a direct competition because they're That's more specialized. What's going on? That's sort of exactly yeah. what we're talking about when you on shut up. 16th Street Southside. There's a glass studio. Mm. Okay. Right? Guy rolls up his garage door and he's got this glass studio. He has his buddy a handful of you know uh, kilns for curing and yeah. a handful of uh, pots for you know fire pots or whatever they they are. My kids went over and uh, made uh, these twisted flowers. They got to like. <laughs> You know, they would, the guys would like heat up the, the the glass, and then the kids could like grab these pliers and like you know Twist. work it and make it into a, oh a shape. That's so whatever. So they take it home. Yeah. They have like you know. I think we put it in the fish tank. The kids love it. Um, <laughs> That's really uh, cool. But those guys have a thing going on that that seems to be working out you know yeah. pretty well for them. And um, you know just because a lot of it comes down to I mean yeah you got a great idea for a, a need you know. People do need this this sort of thing. People would be hip to this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so the success of it, you know, comes down to the, the minutia and 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 the, the point, the price points, you know, stuff like yeah. that. What yeah. you know, a family is willing to uh, to do, or a person who's got a professional need. Or the way uh, that I'm, to pay, yeah, professional you know? need. That's what I was saying. Mostly, to me, yeah. the idea is. We well, want to appeal to hobbyists too. I think. To, uh, because to a certain extent, because I, I know if, there's if more gotta, hobbyists, but I know that there's so many artists in Pittsburgh that don't make things because they can't afford the equipment. We thought of like, like living in an apartment too. Like you can't do anything. Yeah, living. You can't even you can't have, have laundry. You know, press. let alone yeah, that. Um, oh, right, you can't paint the walls. But yeah. but what we talked about doing was, um, uh, shoot, I lost it. I was concentrating on the fact that I'm losing battery life. Can you get my charger? I will. <laughs> you figure it out. The hell were we talking? about? <laughs> uh, I think talking about uh, uh, sense, of, sense of scale. Uh. Well, um, that was the thing with the shop, and that that's the problem with what we're doing is that we need enough money to pay for these big pieces of machinery, which is the same position that a lot of people are in, is that they can't afford these big pieces of machinery. But uh, if we can take our get our collective assets together and make this uh, an effective thing and be able to produce enough either grants or loans or funding or something that will get us this equipment that we can offer to the arts community and we can offer and what I want to do is I want to tell people that like you can you can be you know you can have your own job you can you could be an entrepreneur if you had the right equipment if you pay the small fee that we have to charge just to keep us on the streets um, then you'll be able to, to just have a sustaining business. Roll that cost into, you know, your business cost, you know, as opposed to like rent, because there are some places where you can like rent a giant piece of machinery, but you still need the, the place for it. Right. You know, and, and you need you need the idea of how to use the thing. And uh, and what, what again, what we want to do is we want to be able to make it so like you can just go into a giant shop that works. And I think you need the community to support you at the same time. I am if you're all by yourself in a corner, it's very, very hard to get going. Definitely, we're going to need the community backing to make the, to get this off the ground. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm not about shunning the community. I mean, that's obviously not a thing that we're into. Um, no. 
I'm afraid of using things like Kickstarter because there's so many people using that nowadays. It's almost too saturated. I just don't want to start with Kickstarter. No, that'll be like a last resort. If we can't get a grant from somewhere else. Or... I'd like to use, like if we did Kickstarter, I'd like to use that for a specific piece of machinery. Like if there's yeah. a, a bigger thing that we weren't able to initially afford. Get our space a new but, blank that right. our members wanted. Right. Yes, we wanted to yeah, we If we had enough people that, that wanted people the thing. And I'd like to say that it's not completely altruistic. So the, the two things that I want to get out of this myself and why I'm working towards it, and I know a lot of people don't talk about these kind of things, but I think it's very important to say, is that I, I'd like to have a sustaining uh, amount of money so I could concentrate on this project. That doesn't mean millions of dollars. That means, you know, maybe, you know, 25 grand a year. Like, it's not, I'm not looking for a lot of money. I'm just looking to sustain myself so I don't have to worry about other work. So I can put it all into this business. The other thing uh, that people don't talk about is the fact that I want um, some sort of legacy, too. Like I think that Trundle Matter and the people that are involved in it should be known that we started this project. And I think it's a legacy unto itself. And it I think is. that's very important. Maybe we should explain now, too, um, because I think, I don't know if you even realize it, but I think a lot of the reason that you want to do this so badly is because of the way that you grew up. Mr. Arm, Anton's parents, uh, have had an art studio since 1991 in Braddock, and they have so much equipment that they have, and they, they mostly, it's a religious art studio, so they do church interiors and iconography and statues. So many things with so many different types of machinery. So he has grown up on that, and we made Trundle Manor because he had access to all those tools and machinery That's as a, a kid. Little bit about it. Um, okay, I wasn't sure, um, but I, I think he wants everybody to have that opportunity because people come here all the time and they say, "How did how were you able to do this?" And you know, "How did you have the talent to make all this?" And I mean, he has so many more resources than people I know that are weird that don't even have parents to understand them, let alone let them use their expensive machinery. So. My big joke is that I'm doing this so I can just be a father to all of Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, great. Not literally. Not in a bad way. <laughs> I'm not disciplining you. I'm just promoting you. That's all. We'll, we'll all end up on the pole. <laughs> uh, we talked about a lot of stuff and we exacerbated a bunch of topics and we got to meet some of the past and the present of Trundle Manor and the people that are helping us and are very involved in us that we love. So uh, I want to thank you guys for being here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You're and, very welcome. Uh, a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> and while Polly, I'm sure, will be back at some point to yell over top of me. Yeah, well, uh, naturally. Yeah. What more, else would you have to bitch about? <laughs> Remember, more, Bernard, Dad has. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Excellent. And I want to thank you guys for your input and for your ideas and for your passion about whatever the hell is going on in Pittsburgh today. And uh, We don't leave our house, so we need other people's input. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Hopefully we'll talk to you guys again. How about that? All right. All right. Very good. is all shot for yeah. some reason. I'm surprised mine isn't. <laughs> you do, it's cute. <laughs>
Okay, we're picking this up from... When the hell did we record before? Uh, yesterday at some point? Yeah. We're picking this up from from uh, a few days ago, or yesterday, or something, and uh, where I, we just couldn't do the podcast. It became midnight, and that was the end of it. I think we were both just cranky and tired of being awake. Yeah, I kept getting mad. But yeah. Now we're both a little hungover. A little <laughs> and Rachel still might. Damn it, I said your real name. It's okay. I'm so out of it. Should we start this again? Yeah, I'll start from the hungover part. <laughs> what are you going to say? Mm. We'll start. We'll start over. Okay. Uh... You know, I must say. I really like golden showers. <laughs> I wish I'd saved that story for the podcast, actually. Now we're back for the endings of this segment of the podcast, and we've got Vilamina here with us, Polly. Howdy, folks. And of course, Velda. Hi. And myself. Hi. Uh, so <laughs> we were just downstairs talking about uh, the mission statement for our big endeavor, and it was a lot easier than we thought it was going to be. Surprisingly. Yeah. We got three pretty good ones. Yeah, I don't know why people make such a big deal about about the, about homework. It took us five minutes. I mean, yeah. Yeah, people, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quit your bitching, kids. Polly, what were you up to this week? Anything fun? Well, I did a lot of working and made nearly 200 bucks because of my boobs. Excellent. Yeah. Way to use those boobs. Now we finally got some drinks in our hands. I think that's the proper way to be and the proper way for us to do podcasts. I think watching all that Trailer Park Boys today made me want to drink more and then want to never drink again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what did you do all week, Polly? What was your your week-long thing? So I, I, I made it out to Gooskies nice. with a couple of my friends, you know, promising to have one beer. Naturally, one thing leads to another, and we end up back at my friend's, my friend Phoebe's house, smoking cigars, drinking scotch, playing Cards Against Humanity. Awesome. <laughs> Anywhere I'm allowed, I will. Mm. I will smoke. Sure, but I mean, if that's your thing, like if I was told eating candy was illegal, of course I would do it in the alleyway every three minutes. <laughs> Which that. brings us around to the topic of Mr. Arm's new coat. <laughs> it's not that new. I just never wear it because I think it's goofy looking. It's a it's a leather tail coat. Mm. It is a leather tail coat. Yeah, indeed. but it's got pirate sleeves and it's got these weird pointy tails which and very pointy lapels it's like a combination of pirate greaser and goth and, and goth i guess yeah, yeah I, I got yeah. this because i thought it would be cool for like a trundle manor jacket oh, or it is. for an ssoa jacket you need but... a screen the back still oh sure yeah, the only, it's, it's missing around. two things a fishnet vest and assless chaps <laughs> 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 the assless chaps i could provide i have a pair we were just talking fit. about blue moons and next thing we go crap <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Oh, we're always looking for something new and something uh, just for us at Trundle Manor. I think that's kind of our our thing, our main goal, is finding things that are just for us. We have that old world decadence built into us. We just can't afford it, so it's kind of hilarious what we end up coming up with. That's why I always say we are the hillbilly aristocrats. Yeah, so it's like, a perfect term. Yeah, the theory is that we drive limousines because we are, the bottom fell out of the family fortune and we had to fire the driver, so we have to drive ourselves around. And mm. we can't afford to buy milk, so we have to drink our brandy from the 1920s from the special reserve. 
deserves. <laughs> I can't buy new clothes. I have to. We can't afford heat, so I have to wear my grandmother's minx. It's all very gray gardens around. Oh, completely, yes. completely. We yeah. are gray gardens. The tiny version of gray gardens. Gigantic cat. I can't feet. tell if this is if this is pate or giblets for the camp. You know, I think they're showing out the Hollywood soon. I'd like to go. Ooh, yes, I'm there. Let's see that. Yeah, let's do I'll that. Look that up. Well, if anybody's listening to this and they know that the uh, Grey Gardens is playing at the Hollywood, the Trundle crew might be there. So yes. look for us and uh, sit down and bother the hell out of us. I might have to scarf on my head type outfit. And we'll definitely have to have some kind of horrible thing that makes us as, as dippy as... Uh, I'm sure it won't take much. Uh, what's her name? The main we'll, little we'll be wearing turbans. Little eating, little eating, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tell yeah. you in person that you can't sit with us. <laughs> that wasn't on my mom's list of classics that she showed me when I was a kid. I didn't find Great Gardens till I was an adult. But I'm uh, surprised. I feel like your mom would enjoy that for no. some reason. I don't know. But uh, for all those who don't know, my mom had this amazing system when I was growing up, back when uh, video stores were still a thing. We'd go to the video store, and she'd say, Okay, Billy, you can rent three movies... But they all have to be in black and white, but they can be whatever you want. Nice. And I, I said, love that. Sweet. So I'd go to the black and white section, which was actually, was admittedly pretty generous. And yeah. that was the way I saw all the classics. <laughs> like, I've seen literally every single Alfred Hitchcock, even the shitty ones. <laughs> like, I love your Hitchcock summer ones. idea. I want to do that. I have so, much, oh. so many of them on those 50 movie packs that are silent or early and... I just yeah. That's I why I'd him. never had a boyfriend until high school, and I didn't go to school with him, so he didn't know I was. That's why I, I didn't date in high school because I was as watching a fourteen-year-old watching Alfred Hitchcock movies. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a creeper. Yeah, when I turned sixteen, I was supposed to have like some friends over. Everybody had those sweet sixteen parties. You see that kind of shit on MTV a lot, decadent shit. I had to think two friends they had agreed to come over, and they were both late, so I just sat in my room watching Vincent Price movies. And my mom finally came up, and she's like, "It's okay if they don't show up." <laughs> I did, but it was very little fanfare. <laughs> Your past is the most depressing thing that I could possibly. Listen I wasn't to. depressed. I had a yeah. I know, but that it, depresses it me more sad. that you. That I enjoyed We're the okay breadcrumbs that I was thrown from life. Oh, yeah, like take uh, a take a note from like I, Bob's Burgers. He loved that that fighter plane that was actually a rusty yeah. spatula. Like, <laughs> everything that we do, I hope that it kind of makes up for. Oh, it does. Maybe your, sh- you know, your shittier past. It, it does. I, no, you I didn't have a terrible past. I you just had a mostly you didn't boring have a past. Of, yeah. I'm just I'm escaping cultural boredom, really. Yeah. Right. Right. It's not like it's you sat, sat alone in an empty room, well, like shivering. <laughs> we did an interview. Cup against the floor. We yeah. needed more water. <laughs> we did an interview with the artist that's going to be showing uh, on April 19th. April 18th. And uh, she kept reiterating that she has no furniture. She's like, I, she said like I eight was times. drawing on the oh, floor geez. because I have no furniture. And I said, I finally just said, I'll give you furniture <laughs> if that's the issue. Something she goes, No, no, no. I, I like not having furniture. And yeah, that almost made me sadder, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I keep thinking about this way to develop the coffin bed into an actual coffin bed so that it kind of lowers on top of us for the night. We need to watch Dr. Fives again because the ending is exactly what I know, you're talking about. I know. I want to build a double that decker bed. coffin, and yeah. the, the top came down and it looked like a coffee table or so, like a marble something. You couldn't even tell they were in it. Yeah. I want to do that. And I think they had a phone in there and can have a little cocktail set up. Uh-huh. That, that's actually a thing. I saw that there are really? some people that make um, special beds for. You know, if you hear an intruder, you just hit a button and a thing closes. It's like a panic down. bed. A yeah. panic bed. It's got, what? you know, it's got a phone. It's got, you know, uh, external air intake. So it's not just like holes in the thing. It's got, you know, I think it might even have water. Like it's got a whole thing. I'm it's not definitely gonna lie. a panic thing. I'm not going to lie. I would buy one of those for mm. my roommate. 
Yeah. I would do that. If I had the money, I would buy one of those Did for my roommate. Way? She is she Okay, the first couple of nights we we spent at our new apartment, I was still at my old place for a couple of nights and she slept on the couch because she was afraid of sleeping. She she sleeps on the third floor mm-hmm. by herself. So like I'm I'm on the second floor where the bathroom is. Yeah. Yeah. But no, she slept on the couch cuz she was like afraid of sleeping on the third floor Aww. by herself. Yeah. She's she's a very paranoid lady. Yikes. And uh yeah, I would buy one of those for her. Be like, "Here, <laughs> now you can sleep in your own bed. Rest easy in your yeah. metal cocoon." <laughs> Just have to hit the button. Uh, we booked a private sex toy party. Oh, yeah. Oh, fun. It's one of those, something. like, Tupperware, Tupperware parties, parties, parties but, for, but for dildos. Yeah. Oh, outstanding. I haven't been, one, been to one of those in years. It's gonna. They're going to have a drag queen host it, too, and I... You don't remember what the name is. No, I, I, I didn't recognize it. So yeah. I, I didn't oh, phenomenal. But it's the the ladies that did our corset party, so they want to have a yeah. Remember when they all came thing. up with their corsets? Yeah, it's gonna be them. Oh, outstanding! That'd yeah, I'm there. I don't think they booked a date yet, but I'll let you know. Yeah, there's a lot of things coming up, a lot of parties between his birthday party and that, the art show, movie nights coming up soon. Um, Rod's having a party, and then them. It's just like insanity. We yeah. gotta start planning for for a mermaid day parade. Oh yeah, that's right. So many things going on. It's gonna be a full summer. Mm-hmm. It already is. It's so fucking cold outside. When winter comes along, I say, "Oh, I'm gonna work at Toronto Manor. I've got all these projects that I can do since we can't go anywhere. You know, we don't have to book anything." But then I don't do them because I'm miserable and tired and, and just cold, and, and I can't cold. go into the basement because it's freezing. So. And you're just like, I'm cold and there are wolves after me. (laughs) So tell us what your plans are for the Mermaid Day thing. Do you have any ideas that you want to do for it? We Like, if we can, if we can finagle it, we should try and figure out how to transport Trixie if we can afford it. Because that would go over splendidly. Isn't it, like, super expensive to get get a car in there or something? Yeah, but God, it would be phenomenal advertising. Yeah, I forget what the pricing is. I looked at it. Yeah, no, I I did. They said if you're, like, using it for a business, but but we're not registered as a business, and it's just written on the side of the truck. It's not, like, a sticker on the side of my truck. But then again, the fee goes toward, you know, the furthering of the parade. I don't. I, 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 I... I care to some extent. I care to some extent. Only, you know, only if we could, we're able to afford it by that time. That's fine. Right. Yeah. Right. Because it's what June. June. Yeah. June. Like late June. Yeah. I believe. But we're also gonna have to afford shopping in New York because I know we're not gonna go there and not buy things. Yeah. Right. Mm. We saved up for so long to go the last time, or you know, at least had a little bit of money. We both got three hundred dollar leather jackets. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. We got completely screwed right after that, but it was fine. We got over it. It's all good. We, we we always end up getting what we want. We so. land on our feet. Yeah. Like a cat. There's that there's that simple luck. Like I have the big luck. My little luck is kinda shit, but you know, the big luck withholds, which means that I'm I'll be stable for a good amount of time. <laughs> stable. <laughs> what? <laughs> you being stable in any way. Oh. <laughs> Cause you're I'm const- rampagingly insane. I'm constantly <laughs> on the verge of madness. <laughs> yeah. Campaign of terror. <laughs> Aww. I remember when we started dating, I couldn't stop giggling at the random times. Your evil you laughter. That? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I Aww. wasn't a put on, it just got happy. Mr. Armin Love. <laughs> I was wondering what it was, because I haven't heard that in a while, and I like your, your evil laughter that's unstoppable. Yeah. Well, you haven't, you know, cried of happiness in a while either. It's true, so. I was a crier. You know, we, we, move, we move on, we get comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So sad. <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling people to... 
we never did a full interview with Polly, so maybe I'll just do this now. Yeah, but sure. I was telling people to send in stories, both unusual and unnatural, to uh, you know, to Trundlecast at Trundlemanner dot com, oh, and you know, just asking people to have to give us, you know, maybe uh, uh, one of your experiences at Trundle Manor or something that solidified us in your brain. Ooh, ooh. What do you have for us? Oh well, there was the first time we ever hung out. I think it was we were preparing to go to Westmoreland, and I think like I came over in the morning. Oh, Westmoreland. And like, I th- right, oh my God, that's a whole other great story. Westmoreland. Yeah, that Westmoreland County Arts oh, Festival. Yeah. Oh yeah. When it was God. nine thousand degrees, where that Amish kid like kept kept like walking past us and staring, and then like looking down, like uh-huh. oh, the mother was that. hiding their eyes. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted that to be so much fun. Yeah. Anyway. It's fun in retrospect. Yeah. It wasn't to no. me. It's fun because it's it isn't fun. happening it was, to me right now. Oh, it's fun because we were plastered half the time, but yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. Anyway. Oh well, that we, that morning, um, you were you were talking about a, a recent friend who who you'd sort of fallen out with, and you you were like, "Billy, you're new to the matter. What, what what's your assessment of of you know why I keep you know can't keep a hold of some of these people?" And I looked at him, looking up and down, and said. Well, the fact that you're a raging megalomaniac can't help. <laughs> That's pretty succinct, yeah. And I thought, yeah. oh, shit, I just met this guy. <laughs> like, I don't know from Adam, but... I, I'm usually pretty good at, like, smelling people's general demeanors, and he, and he, he sort of paused for a second and was like... Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> and we've been best friends ever since. Yeah. Well, I have to own my megalomania. You know. It's what helps me do shit like this horrible podcast. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it would destroy you otherwise. Right. You'd just be curled up in a ball every time somebody walked away from us. <laughs> Which would be all, all, every time, always. Spend forever. a lot of time in a ball. I'd be in a ball quite often. Children oh. Manor loses people quite often, but... As I said on, I think, some previous portion of this podcast, we can't get rid of Polly. She just stays around forever. <laughs> no matter how hard I try. But if you were in a ball like all the an time, experiment. I would absolutely, I would buy you a gigantic hamster ball, Ooh. and I would just roll you around the house in it, because I, I would get very tired of dragging you places very quickly. Like you'd slide up the side and then just sort of thud back down. Yeah. <laughs> You'd shove him down the stairs and you just go boom. <laughs> I did see the, the largest hamster ball that I've ever seen oh, at, yes? at uh, the pet shop yesterday and thought, I wonder, I wonder if I could shove the cat in yes. it. Because he likes being in things. He loves being in but things. But he doesn't want to have to move. I think it would still be it's like perfect. a tight spot. So who knows? You know. I kind of It was like 23 bucks and I wanted to buy it just to shove Little Devil into this ball. Or at least attempt it. Maybe we should, and then we can return it if it doesn't work. Yeah. I'm going to do it. <laughs> one of those for my lizard at one point, but he When it's it, tour time, we could just put them in there and just roll them out for people. Oh, and here's our cat. Here's our cat ball. Across the floor. <laughs> He's like the bubble boy. Oh, bubble cat. <laughs> bubble cat. <laughs> Only it's more for our enjoyment and less for his, you know, problems with his immune system. Oh, yeah, I know. He's not got AIDS mm. or anything. We're just we're sadistic people, that's all. <laughs> Hypochondra cat. So people that, yes. you've, people that you've brought to Trundle Manor, what, what do they tell you in private? I've never asked you that after you oh. leave this place. Oh, wow. Hmm. That's a good question. Let's see. What do you feel comfortable telling us that they told you in private? Let's see. Oh, the one I got a lot was, I was expecting the taxidermy to smell bad, but it didn't. It just, uh-huh. it just smells like sort of dusty. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that, 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 that I get a lot. 
Definitely. Yeah. I worry a lot about the smells at Jungle Manor because it's a lot of shit in jars. We have a cat that poops and pees. Right. We have, you know, all that stuff. And I always ask people what we smell like. And mostly they say we smell like antiques. Or yeah. Old, yeah. Which antiques. I'm totally fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, the smell of age, definitely. Yeah. yeah. The wretched stench of age. Wretched well, stench of age. It smells like you have 18 cats that just shit and piss all over the floor constantly. Well, only when it Indian food. But, you know, yeah. yeah, Indian food and rotten meat. That's what it smells like in here. Oh, great. It might sound good for a movie, but not when you're a tourist attraction. <laughs> oh, that, and it looked a lot bigger on the internet. Huh. I, get, I yeah. definitely get that Well, he a took lot. the panoramic yeah. photos and yeah. stuff, yeah. Those panoramic photos are definitely, like... Are definitely dynamite. It definitely looks bigger in pictures. Huh. When you get in here, it's like, oh That's god, great. the walls are caving in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when you start, f- when I first bought the house, it was I thought, oh, this place is so big. It's like the biggest house ever. And then I started filling it full of our stuff and putting cases in front of all the windows. Oh yeah. And- it fills uh, up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, it gets really small really fast. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the fact that you have gone to great lengths to make sure there's absolutely zero natural light anywhere on the first floor. <laughs> like, hey, it's all about lighting in the movies. That's like my favorite thing is to come in from a sunny day and go in the dining room and realize that there's absolutely no light <laughs> penetrating whatsoever. And know that, you know, if I were undead or something, I could just sleep in the center of that room unprotected and be so <laughs> safe. Yeah. Come on over, vampires. We're totally safe. We have a guest coffin, and we have absolutely no natural light. And a cat. I hear you guys like cats. Do you like cats? Do you hate light? Do you like the smell of an old antique store? Well, visit Trundle Manor. You'll get all of your dreams coming true in one place. Well, you do realize that we've just literally invited them in on a public thing that anybody in the world can listen to. So, what, vampires? Well, shit. Yeah. Do you really think I'm worried about vampires? I don't want to hear the door. You know, if they don't... They don't need doors. If they don't accept us with uh, open wings, then uh, then they're not my kind of vampires. That's so. true. Yeah. Then we're just a failure at that point. Really. Then I, I do have I do have stakes of both steel, iron, and uh, wood. So we're good. Why would you kill people that would so happily be your friend? Only if they won't be our friends. Oh, okay. That's yeah, right. what I'm saying. If they won't accept be my, us. Same thing you say to everyone. Be my Time friend or I'll down. kill you. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. It's not like I haven't said that in the past. Why do you think I can't leave? Help me! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't hear that, folks. <laughs> well, I'm going to be cutting that out. It's a podcast. It's not live. I can cut that out. That's fine. Say, oh, what, say whatever you want. I'm just going to beat Street you harder next time. Like. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Does not help you, just helps you getting, getting beaten more. <laughs> If you must. <laughs> if you really, if you really want to. Oh, I talked. I I bought the wood for that little girl's peg leg. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. So that was like the first step, and I I couldn't I couldn't get into it until I found the right wood. You know. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't even. I can't even draw it because I don't have the pieces. You know. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, you you want it to, to be nice. And yeah, sturdy. It's, yeah. yeah, it's. I think I'm gonna have it. You know, with all thread through the middle and. You know, a good solid foot on the bottom that can be replaceable rubber so it's not slippery. And I think I have this whole thing in my head because she's, I'm hoping that she'll want to use this constantly, you know, because she walked really well. Oh, yeah. No, she's clearly the kind of badass who wants to get out there and say, I have a, I have a peg leg. Look at it. Look at me. I'm awesome. Real peg leg. Jamie's going to be so jealous. Oh, it's going to be great. Have you told him yet? I can't wait. 
I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure I told him. I'm sure that he just glazed over the fact that I was doing that too. Yeah, our, so. our friend Jamie is a professional pirate. More he's like. he's a megalomaniac too, but that not self-aware megalomania. Mm, like yeah. I'm aware of it. I know I have it, and I you know I use that to thrive. But he's. I don't think if we even told him, he wouldn't be aware of it. You'd have you know. to Google it. Yeah, I love Jamie, but you know. Fuck, yeah. it's hard to have two megalomaniacs I in know, one room. It's, it's so tough. Yeah, right? They're constantly battling to not hit each other in the face. Occasionally <laughs> I'll feel the need to leave the room and just sort of let your let your dicks <laughs> fill the room. <laughs> it's like there's no more room for us in here. There's it's too just much full of dick, dick in Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> but um no, but I I think the idea is gonna be great. I'm gonna do the top out of this redwood. That it's hard to tell in the pictures, but it's like this red wood that's got a beautiful grain, and then the bottom one is sort of an ashen color, and uh, and I want to put a bronze discussion in the middle that I think is going to be like a bronze collar with those big brass screws going all the way around it. Fantastic. And then it'll have a dark leather cuff for yeah. her stump. That's going to be so cool. I got to get lots of pictures. I think I'm. You know what I was thinking? Because like. I, I hate taking pictures of things that I do because it makes, I don't know, it makes it tedious for me. So maybe yeah. I'll just call Jimmy Z and I'll be like, hey, dude, do you want to just do some, try out some product shots, see if you could do them? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, like the, the, of the finished product and yeah. her wearing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, wait, yeah, we should do like, if she, she What if we got her on it. the swing? I was... You took right, right out of right? my mouth. If she's into I it, I saw it in your head. Like a yeah. modeling shoot. Oh, that yes. would be yeah. dynamite. I think she would love that. I think her parents would be she cool. Is. She's too. so yeah. badass. And she has historical kind of costumes. I mean, she came over with like a corset. Oh, and yeah. A, yeah. When we well, first met her at, yeah. at, at the. Oh, at right. The yeah. Fair. <clears throat> Like oh, that, that's why, like, I went up to her because the fact that you know she was she was you know she was a, a, a very normal and uh, and she had a peg leg and I thought this girl's got some some kind of chutzpah, some confidence in her. You know sure, how cool yeah. is that? We I love people past, like that. Like, Boy, look at that girl move! I can't move like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd, love to, I'd love to. I'd love to get her to know her better. This she's definitely she ought to yeah. be a fan of the manner. Absolutely. Yeah, I think like she's kind of young. I kept trying to find ways to get her to. To find a way to just get here so that we could talk more about the leg. I was hoping she'd be more involved in it, but I, I haven't really heard from her too much. Yeah, well, she's um, young. She's got I know. priorities. And yeah, and her, and her parents are cool, too. Like, they seem they seemed happy about it. And yeah, so. They're very involved in, with, in her life, and, Good. and they're a very happy family. So Yeah, they said that she was going to celebrate her uh, ampuversary, ampu I think they called it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It was only off for not even a year when we right. saw her. Yeah, it was like yeah. December or something. So that was a pretty good thing. Polly, thank you for joining us for the end of this thank podcast you. or middle. I can't remember where I'm going to put this. Anytime, my loves. Yeah. And uh, we will obviously see you again very soon. Oh, you, again, can't get rid of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you smiled at me and I fell. It's wild, it's silly, it's well. I'm like a leaping gazelle to stay. Here we are for the second half of Velda's Movie Trivia Vault, where I will answer the question that I asked before. And the question is to recap, which silent movie features a street gang of Civil War veterans trying to stop a greedy streetcar company from running the last horse-drawn cab service out of business? And the answer is Speedy from 1928 starring Harold Lloyd. 
The extras probably were Civil War veterans at that time, and in the story, if the horse-drawn cab didn't run at least once a day, they legally couldn't stay in business, so the streetcar people kidnapped the horse and held it hostage overnight. Now, in reality, Pittsburgh used to have streetcars all over the city connecting most of the communities together, and it's actually how Kennywood became famous. It was a trolley stop. Uh, in the 60s, the bus companies did team up with greedy oil companies to stop streetcars, much in the same way of the story. Well, that's the end of this week's Trundlecast. This week's cover art is from Kayla's Arcane, otherwise known as Dr. Freaky. Thank you, Doctor, for your addition. I hope you enjoyed our guests and the dulcet tones of the manor. We had some drinks, some friends, and some trivia. Tune in in a week for the next episode. And while you're waiting, visit trundlemanor.com where you'll be able to see a list of all of our future events like gallery shows and movie nights or book a tour and experience the manor all by yourself be sure to peruse our videos and photo pages to get a glimpse into the lives of its inhabitants and you can follow us on twitter facebook Instagram and Tumblr just by typing Trundle Manor into their search boxes. Don't forget to send your stories of Trundle Manor, both unusual and unnatural, to the Trundlecast at trundlemanor.com. We may even read them right here. Now cut off your ear and stick it in a jar because it's useless until we talk to you again on the next Trundlecast. Take me away from the river The old river that flows by my door Oh, sir, sever my bonds and deliver My soul away from the swampy land The storm rages around my low cabin no harm can be for me when I'm high. Oh, Lord, take me away from the river. The old river that flows by my door.